This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I want to thank April, Pappy Bear, JRay92, and the Blood Monarch for supporting me on Patreon this past week. Your support means everything to me, so thank you. Make sure to check out my newest dark web bonus episode that was just released this past Saturday. And for all you who'd like to gain access to my bonus episodes, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash drnosleep. Thanks again, and now time for the story. That was all the website showed. A simple two-digit number seemingly void of any meaning. I tried to click on it, but nothing happened. It just remained, unchanging, but somehow insidious. I couldn't explain the eerie feeling that arose within me as I stared at the plain, black background and the red number. For a reason I couldn't grasp, I was afraid. I decided then and there that my dark web browsing session had come to an end. My eyes had turned heavy, and daylight was once again about to peek up from the horizon. In the uncomfortable early morning silence, I made myself a promise to get my nightly routine under control. No more hidden websites, no more pointless nighttime adventures online. As my head hit the pillow, the memory of the strange number quickly subsided, and I drifted off to an uneasy sleep. Once I awoke, the sun already hung high up in the sky, but what truly disturbed my weary eyes was a light emitting from my phone. It had inexplicably turned on by itself, and it displayed a wave of fear and confusion rocking through my body. All it showed was a black background with a red number. Nine, I immediately recognized the layout from my previous browsing session, and just as before, it awoke an unnatural feeling of dread. Though I'd seen two numbers up until then, the thought did strike me that the entire thing was some sort of countdown. But what was it counting down to? After I'd closed the counter again, confused as to how it had even showed up on my phone, I spent the rest of the day in nervous anticipation. Based on the time between the first two numbers, I knew around seven hours would pass between each number. So when evening came, I could feel my heart beat faster. I sat by myself, staring at the phone, but nothing showed up. Seven hours passed, then 10, after which night fell upon my home once again. When morning came and still no number had arrived, I let out a sigh of relief. So I headed to work with slightly less weight on my shoulders, but still confused as to what had just happened. By all means, that should have been the end of it. But around lunchtime, a coworker pointed out that my phone had lit up. I peeked over, already knowing what to expect. And sure enough, the countdown had continued. Eight. What is it? My coworker asked. Eh, it's nothing, I quickly said as I closed it and pocketed my phone. From that moment on, I kept looking at my phone every minute or so. It took another three days for the number seven to appear, but only two hours between that and six. I quickly realized that the countdown was random, meaning that a completely arbitrary amount of time would pass between each number. 
I had no way of predicting when and what would happen once the timer finally hit zero, but it terrified me beyond what could be considered reasonable. I tried to format my phone, deleting each and every app, picture, video, and message on my phone. I purged the entire disk space, only to be met with the next number in line once the phone restarted. Five. So I just turned it off, telling people they could reach me on my work computer via email. I played off casually, claiming I needed a break from social media, which was a popular enough reason to keep a distance from technology. I thought that was it. I felt like I'd defeated time itself. A stupid childish thought. I was just sitting at work, trying to sort out an overabundance of paperwork I'd been putting off for too long when an email notification snapped me back to attention. I clicked on it, not thinking twice about its possible content, which is when I saw the next number. Four. There was no escape. No matter how hard I tried, the numbers kept counting down, each increment at a random point in time. And I still hadn't the faintest clue what would happen when the timer finally hit zero. The next number would greet me as my alarm suddenly froze in time, displaying the impossible time, 3333. And the second number would be played on my car radio as a monotonous voice took over the song I was listening to. Two, 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 two. It kept repeating. No one believed me. Even the coworker who seen my phone light up didn't think it was real. I was labeled as insane by my peers and overworked by my employer, who practically ordered me to take some time off to get my head checked. Once I got home from my mandatory hiatus, I found an envelope on my doorstep. All it held inside was a piece of paper with a number. One. Following that letter, I went into a complete lockdown in my apartment. I turned off any electronics that could possibly convey a number. Radio, computer, clocks, phone, television, everything. I refused to answer the door, and I just kind of existed in my own little world, trying to survive off the little supplies I had. Logically, I shouldn't have been that afraid. There hadn't been any sort of implications that something bad would happen once time ran out. It was more of an instinctive feeling of impending doom that no rationality could destroy. A week passed, and I didn't receive a number. I'd all but ran out of food and desperately needed new supplies. I kept my head low as I entered the shop, avoiding people and technology as much as feasibly possible. Once I went to the counter, I realized I only had a credit card. I put it onto the card reader, which emitted a strange sequence of beeps telling me the card had been rejected. I peeked up at the reader, which only showed an error message. Error code 000. That's odd, that never happened before, the cashier said. As I lay eyes upon the number, which clearly marked the end of the countdown, I left the groceries there and just walked through town, horrified and worried as to what was about to come. Hours passed and nothing had happened. The countdown had hit zero, but I was fine. Once my nerves had calmed down ever so slightly, fear turned to curiosity. I headed home and turned on my phone for the first time in ages, needing to know what had changed in the world. Once it had booted up, I was assaulted by hundreds of messages and email I'd neglected during my blackout, but the most recent ones all came from my sister. Nick, pick up your fucking phone, their first one read. Seriously, I know you needed some time away from the media, but this is important. I'm coming over, you better be home. Where are you? Nick, please. After reading the messages, I called her. Sarah? I asked nervously as she picked up. Nick, where the hell were you? She asked back. I was just out, I needed... What? What's going on? Dad's dead, Nick. He died right in front of me, she said as her voice cracked. She was crying. What happened? Was all I could think to ask. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. One minute he was just fine, but then... She trailed off. Then what? It was like all his bones just broke. He couldn't even scream. He just collapsed to the ground and died. I don't understand. I don't, she said. I tried to comfort her the best I could, but while she was left confused, I knew at least partially what had happened. 
I never did tell her about the numbers, though. She wouldn't have believed it. After that phone call, I felt almost relieved. While I was devastated by the loss, at least the ordeal was over. The fear was gone. I poured myself a glass of whiskey and sat down to just cry. Then my phone lit up again, causing me to drop my glass onto the floor in shock. Because on my phone, I read a single two-digit number. Ten. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button to get notified every time a new episode is released. Also, please take a second to leave a rating for the podcast. This is so important to help the podcast grow. Thank you.